I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helps start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with the white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible, and it starts with you. Get out your field notes, and let's tap into Peaceful Achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills, and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 Minutes to Having It All. So this episode of 22 Minutes to Having It All, this is feeling a little bit different for you as an audience. So I have Laura DiVendetto in the room. Laura, is that even how you say your last name? No. Say We've known then. each other so long and you I know, but I, I don't. Okay, but you speak that. What is it then? Di Benedetto. Yeah, that one. This is Laura yeah. Di Benedetto. Yeah. See, that's, that was melodious. I See? loved it. Okay. So Laura's my coach. For those of you who know me, I mean, you know that I've got a coach because it's an integrity thing for me, right? I don't expect people to do things that I don't do for myself. And I always believe that we need to be challenged. That's why people align with me. And so, you know, Laura's been instrumental part of my development in this last year, I'm going to say 2022 for sure. I don't know, kind of the later part of 2021. You know, and funny how these things work, but you were a podcast guest of ours. And the the episode was just sage, right? And so like, as you come on today, mm-hmm. so this was like 2.0. And I remember it was like two weeks later and I was just having internal conflict with myself as a female business owner and said, God, who could I throw down with? Like, who is somebody that I could relate to that I can have a, a really good conversation, an honest conversation with? Well, Laura's the person who came to mind. I shot you a text. I said, hey, let's chat. Long story short, we've been together for a year um, thereabouts. And so, you know, it's just been really helpful. And I, I just want to bring this to light to other people. So like I said, this is a different episode to the 22 Minutes to Having It All podcast. You don't normally get this feature for me, but Laura knows how to go to bat. She knows how to pull out the best. And so that's essentially what we're going to do. So strap in, enjoy, and um, let's go. Woohoo! Let's do this. <laughs> that was like, it was a goosebumps intro. I love that. Thank you. I'm like sitting here thinking to myself, I'm going to tell everyone what you just said. <laughs> no, you don't need to because it's already out there. This is, this is like, yeah, El Publico. So no, it's good. So yeah, I'm just being my raw, vulnerable self today, just allowing myself to get into that space. But what have you witnessed, Laura, as being my coach? And like, Take the audience there for just a hot minute as far as like your take on what I've just shared as far as like introduction and kind of how you see me from a client perspective. Wow. I see you as a woman I have respected and adored since the moment I met you. And I've also seen you blossom exponentially in that time. We've actually been working together for a year and a half. See, time flies. Happy 18-month anniversary, honey. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, um, but the cool part, you know, the fact that you don't even have to can like you just know it's just like you're, you know, you're in your zone, you're with your people. That's that's what it should feel like, right? It shouldn't feel it like should. a press test of like, time. I see my phone light up with a text from you. I'm like, ooh, it's Marlo. Yay. <laughs> and like that, that's happy. Like I've never, I've never ever looked at one of our sessions as work. I've always looked at it as just like a wonderful conversation with someone I love and like something that stirs your soul, my soul. And so back to your question, like what really I've seen in you is I saw you go from hyper masculine energy pusher doer, kind of frustrated, you know, successful, but like with a glass ceiling that you put there. And because it's clear, because that's how glass can be, you couldn't see it or how to break the damn thing. But what I've seen over the last year and a half is a really big shift in how you see yourself, how you see life, how you see what's possible. I've seen you actually crush a lot of your own prejudices against certain things, like the notion of feminine energy. Like as a person who used to live in hyper-masculine energy, it's natural and obvious to think that feminine energy makes you weak. And you used to feel this way and you don't anymore. And it's it's been so God enlivening and inspiring to like watch you change and grow. Like the the person you are now is lighter, freer, more joyful, more easeful. Like you laugh easier. Like you're not feeling all this friction everywhere. And I I think your your mind has been a very fertile ground for all the all the seeds that we've planted. And some of them were stubborn little bastards and they didn't want to germinate, but Fact. they did. <laughs> so you can, I mean, okay, so like whoever's listening to this episode, you're flying the wall, right? This is the way Laura and I do it. And because it's powerful. And I think anybody's listening to this, you're, you're sensing it, you're feeling it. Like we are each other's spirit animal. The thing that I love about Laura, she presses me like she's, she challenges me and we need to be challenged. I find satisfaction in it, but I also find a lot of growth in that. We need to find others who can kind of go to bat with us and for us. And I think that's a huge part of what Laura has done for me in this space. But let's talk about like that feminine energy, because to be really honest, like until you and I really started to break it down, it wasn't even on my radar. And I yeah. think it was something that you witnessed that I clearly did, wasn't really in awareness of, but you started well, to Because you don't know forward. what you don't know. Right. How talk could you about be aware that. of it? Because it wasn't even on your radar because it wasn't even a thing to you. So talk about why this feminine energy is so powerful and like what like how I came to bat. No, let's just play this out really quick. You know, I've been surrounded in a masculine energy world. So, you know, grew up with a brother, have two sons, have only nephews. It really just no, you know, single parent household. So a mother who kind of had masculine energy in a sense that, you know, you, you're dominant, you have to provide, you have to, you know, always lean in. And so, for me, just my environment has melded kind of that that atmosphere for myself. And that's 100%. that's how I show up, right? So I have never denied that. And it's it's very clear to anybody, you know, so it's very dominant, it's very bold. 
I like to say fearless. However, I don't think anybody's completely fearless. Although I kind of feel like I am. <laughs> so we broke that down as Laura sits and laughs. <laughs> laughing um, with, honey. So, laughing with. So like, okay, <laughs> so then let's introduce feminine energy. So like, Laura, you, Laura, tell us in this episode, like, what does that really mean? And why is it so important that we have to have that to balance this out? Sure. So you remember that really popular tattoo from the 80s, the yin yang? Don't spit out your water. <laughs> it was like, you guys, I'm going to get a tramp stamp of the yin yang with some Chinese symbols. It means take out. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's the end of my day, too. But, you know, the thing about the yin and the yang is if you actually really look at it, right, it is two parts of the whole. And the yin and yang, I'm not a Chinese philosopher or culturist or whatever, but every gringo can understand what the yin yang is about. It's about balance. It's about wholeness, right? Now, as a recovering masculine energy junkie myself, I can tell you the cost that you pay for living in masculine energy. I mean, I did this. I built an awesome marketing company. I started working when I was 19. And just like you, you know, I had like a tough upbringing. I was picked on and I was abused in my first serious relationship. And, you know, I was, I was really put, put my back against the wall. Right. And I had no choice, but to survive. And like, you don't have the option to feel safe in those spaces and you can't really perform at your best when you don't feel safe. But the thing about masculine energy, it's the it's the provider, it's the creator, it's the pusher, it's the doer. I mean, think about the penis going in the vagina, putting the sperm into the egg. It's the giver, it's the doer, it's the pusher, right? Sorry to be so graphic, but that's how biology works. But take a bit, take a look at the other side of things. What makes a woman sensitive and 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 feminine, right? It's her sensitivity, it's her beauty, it's her tranquility, it's her magic, it's her je ne sais quoi, it's, it's her receiving, right? She receives the egg, she receives the sperm, all the other things, right? And she creates magic, she creates babies and beauty and, and magic, like magical life, right? And there's something so incredible about women when they're living in full feminine energy. They are fully exalted and praised and glorified and loved and worshipped. And we've gotten away from that as a culture. And men, when they're fully living in their masculine energy, they are tough. They are providers. They are strong. They're brave. They take care of us, right? And like we, I mean, we're living culturally in times where these things are starting to be like taboo, but I, I would argue that we return to these because the, the sacred feminine and the sacred masculine we need both and we need them from others and we need them from ourselves as a joint concept. So when you're living too far in one or the other, you're almost you're almost like a caricature of yourself and it can cost you. So if you're way, way, way too feminine with no masculine, you're just a victim and you're helpless and you have no power, which is why you didn't want this for so long is because you're like, well, I don't want to be powerless. Screw that. I didn't want to feel that way. I was victimized early in my life. But so I went hyper masculine. I did what you did. And I was like, I can do it. I'll build my life. I can be tougher. Right. And I did. But you know what it cost me? It cost me my health. I was literally bleeding internally. I was 
bitch on wheels, miserable. I was no fun to be married to, no fun to be working for or around. Ew, I don't know how I still have friends. I really don't. But like, I went through something really profound. I retired. And then I was just left with me, myself, and I. And I was like, ew, who is this really (laughs) shitty person? I don't like her, right? And I just had to deal with myself. And I got so low and so depressed that I did the first thing that I knew how to do. I just gave up and I quit. And you know something? That hurt so bad, but it was the most wonderful introduction to feminine energy because life showed up and God gave me wisdom or universe gave me wisdom, whatever you call it. And I got ideas and people started helping me. And I, I started like, you know, being so masculine, like, why are you helping me? What do you want from me? You're trying to stick me in your trunk. Like, I don't understand this. And I was just so skeptical and guarded. But the more I learned to just surrender and allow and invite and receive and just be gracious about it. God, I started being nice. I started being fun. I started being like filled with light and energy and love and ebullience. That's such a fun word, huh? Play that at Scrabble. (laughs) (laughs) But like I became the me that I always could have been, but I was in such like protection mode for all those years. I was picked on in grade school. I was picked on in high school. I had a boyfriend that picked on me and he abused me. And then I had clients that abused me. I was always in self-defense mode. Who had the time or safety to be feminine? Nobody. So I got very hard and very strong, which is good, but I went too far. And that's what you did. That's why I was able to see it so easily. I was like, whoa, buddy, you're doing the same thing that I did. But why? Okay, so, and that's a big part of it. So I've shifted into like allowing all this good energy, this just awareness of knowledge that you've brought forward, you know, when you start to point it out. But in your vantage point, you know, as my coach, how did you get me there to like make this allowing shift a reality because you know you and I have conversations and they're very enlightening. I mean, this got back in the saddle about two weeks ago. You know, totally stepped away from business, and so we're gonna you know talk about that for a bit. But we've had some very enlightening conversations the last two calls. Talk to you know share with the audience like what you saw in my ability to make that shift to allow and to like embrace the feminine energy because it was it was rough. It was difficult. I mean. I know. As you're describing, it was a large part of, of our partnership so far has been in that space of like really trying to beat me over the head and get me to see it. But what do you think, <laughs> you know, allowed me to do it? I lovingly beat you about the head and yeah, shoulders. Yeah, true. I know. There were some, there, yeah, there were some rough patches. There were some crying involved. <laughs> it's it's okay. If you're not crying, I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> That's my, that's my tagline, guys. Not really. <laughs> actually, the, the answer lies actually much earlier than that. And I want to share something that I, I think you'll really get. You hired me for masculine reasons. You hired me for strategy. And you know I got strategy all day long, but that was never your problem. Your problem was in your heart. And I needed you to trust me first. So as you let me in, I began gently poking at different things and seeing what I could touch in different squishy parts and see what was safe and what wasn't. And 
well, girl, we've had some arguments, but like, (laughs) (laughs) but like, this is what I, this is what I believe. And I think you and I are very much on the same boat on this one. I believe a good coach will fight with you and fight for you. Like not just be like, you know, take your bullshit excuses. Like, no, like, why would I ever let you lie to yourself? So I call you on things because I love you. And when I'm able to see you in such and give you such sovereign truth and shine the mirror for you, you're not always ready to see it. So the way that I've helped you to get there was I first had to make the case for you that feminine energy was not a bad thing because you were of the mind that it was. So I had to make the sales pitch for feminine energy at all, not Hey, Marlo, you know, you're really doing some more feminine energy. Let's bring this out in you. You were like, hell no, I want no part of this. Get away from me. Urgh, nunchucks, right? I mean, like it's, it's in fact. Part. Yeah, no, it was kicking and screaming. Like, yeah. And th- I mean, there's no question to the truth to that. But I right. think there's power in that right there. Tremendous power. So the, enlightenment, the power is yours, right? Right. Because you... Here's where you did the right thing. You had the argument with me. You didn't just shut me down. You've always had the ability to shut me down and you've only done it once. Um, And that's okay. But you know what? You had the arguments and you, you knew that you could trust me and that I had your best interests in mind. And I worked to create a sales pitch to convince you. I remember I actually gave you a couple exercises. I'm like, okay. Think of all the people you admire who have masculine and feminine energy. If you can like them with feminine energy, can you like you? Can you pinpoint it? Can you isolate it? And think of how hard it was that girl that was like pulling hen's teeth. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be checking. I'm like, yep, still working on it. Um, Not easy. Not easy. No, but you did it when I pressed you really, really hard. I did. I did. did. And I always will. I mean, because I know that there's a reason that we have to go through it. And so like releasing the tension around it. Um, And I think that there's just such a sense of freedom that has taken place. So let's kind of pivot into, you know, this next phase. So um, anybody, you know, I I preach the fact that you need to take a month off, right? I I have set myself up. I wrote it in my business plan. 30 days, right? July, I, I, I step out. Now, I mean, do I still have clients on the roster? Yes. I mean, those conversations are still held, but in a different space, in a different light. Um, but literally, I don't make business decisions. I don't I don't really challenge myself to really keep pushing during the month of July. Well, this year, I challenged it. And 2022 was just a lot of fun. So I took two months off. <laughs> I was gone July, I was gone August. And guess I what? I seeing your Facebook feed. <laughs> I never saw you smile so much. I was like, this girl's liver is going to be hurting, but she's having fun. <laughs> I mean, complete joy. Business was like, I mean, I was closing more business well, I was not in the office working yeah. than I did otherwise. So let's like, let's go there for a minute because um, there was this sense of peace that just kind of started to take hold. That's, I think, when the true surrender really started to be witnessed. I agree. You know, you and I didn't coach for two months. I mean, we, I stepped out literally of all heavy responsibility and I just infused mm-hmm. myself with family and fun and light. Now, my 2022 word is light, you know, light in multiple ways, like be a light. L-I-G-H-T versus L-I-T-E. I I mean, there's different forms of lightness, but light was my word. And boy, did I ever embrace that. I mean, as you know, 
not everybody knows, but I mean, like I, I put intention, um, I've lost over 50 pounds. I did that in kind of a short period of time with huge intention and all for good reasons. You know, that was part of it. My business became lighter. So many things about the business. Became... Let a lot of things go. Yeah, I did. So I can tell you manage... why. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we want to hear. We want to hear why. Why is that? Well, the why is because of the slow germination process. You had the arguments with me. And you know, I said to you the other day, like, I, you and I have had conversations. I'll plant seeds. You'll plant seeds. Your brain has been very masculine for a very long time and is very stubborn and resistant to a lot of things, but it doesn't mean it's not fertile soil. It is. And sometimes things just need time to grow and cultivate and germinate and really just blossom and let them be what they are. So you're going to love this. Those two months you took off was two months of delicious surrender. And that's where everything began to bloom because everything that you and I did, you know, last year, January up to July, it was all in there, even if you fought me on it. And that's okay. I mean, our old selves do not go down without a fight. They just don't because that kept you alive and it kept you safe for so long. And little inner Marlo, like little 10 year old you, she needed tough bitch today, Marlo, 100%. Right. So, of course, you, you know, old you isn't going down without a fight. But when you stopped focusing on it, stopped focusing on strategies, stopped focusing on business, you put it down. And that's also feminine energy. You put it down. And, you know, it's funny. You said to me that you came back from your trip with no like wild pearls of wisdom, except you came back better this time. So no pearls of wisdom, but you are changed, which is better because wisdom is great, but who cares if you don't do anything with it? So I'd I'd say that you actually got something better. Okay, so let's just go there for a minute because people are relating to that. You know, entrepreneurs, business owners, the folks that are listening to this episode, you know how you step away. You usually have enough freedom to think a little bit clearer or different. And so you always yeah, kind of yeah. tend, I mean, and I think, and Lauren, I talked about this. It's like you come back with like these Zen moments of clarity of like, oh my gosh, and you're fueled up and you're ready to um, fire off all engines. And what Laura's describing, I came back with... um what I would say infinite solitude and feelings of balance and freedom. You came back with stillness. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. That was the thing. I mean, hey, when I travel, I don't bring home souvenirs. I bring home brilliance, clarity, or transformation. And all of those things are good. You can get all of them. You can get one of them. You typically get at least one. Sometimes you get none if you're just not really doing anything or whatever. But like when you spend time in solitude, using your word, when you spend time in solitude and you you live and you appreciate sunsets with your friends and you do things that stir your soul and fill you up, that's when everything that's sitting on the back burner mentally can start bubbling a little bit more without you having to do anything. This is the beautiful thing about feminine energy. I wish I had known years ago is you don't have to effort the shit out of everything. You can just put it on the back burner and let your brain figure it out for you. Like she's smart. She knows what she's doing. And even though this feminine energy stuff is a little wobbly, you're getting really good at it. Yeah. And that's the reason why you're so different now. It's because you did so much pre-work to set you up for this beautiful time off. So all you had to do on your time off was not come back with an epiphany, was just to have all of the pieces click into place while you were not 
working and distracting yourself with something other than joy. So here's the thing too, and, and this is what you know. You and I talked about yesterday. So last week we had a conversation. We vetted out like 21 words of feelings that really that kind, of, kind of you know took hold. And I, I've got a few examples, and I'll share those. But more so too, as we spoke yesterday, you know, my clients have been able to have liftoff as well and greater depth. Yep. And you know, I've witnessed it. And you and I talked about it. And it's like, huh. That's right. And so I started looking at the roster and I'm like, yep, that client's exceeding. This one's exceeding this. I mean, I just have come off a full day fulfilled with helping other people win and the wins are bigger. Why is that happening, Laura? Like, because you and I talked about it yesterday. So, you know, when, when our energy and our vibrations are high, like, let's take them to that part of that conversation because it was it's really insightful and it's very helpful for a lot of people. Yay. I love that part of our conversation the other day yesterday. There's achieving more because you are capable of more. You are achieving more and you can only give what you have. And if you don't have X, Y, or Z, you can't give X, Y, or Z. You can only give the rest of the alphabet. But now you, like, you are already a phenomenal coach, like drop dead phenomenal coach filled with power, authority, wisdom, sageness, all of it. And now that you're able to go to more vulnerable places, more intimate, soft and squishy, dangerous places, more sensitive, fearful places with people and really hold space for them because you feel so damn good in your own and you feel held by me and by yourself. You can be that container for other people in ways that you were not able to do it before. So because you are excelling, all of your clients are excelling. Something to be said about that. Okay, so I want to, because we're coming into, you know, the close of this episode, let me share a few of the words that uh, Laura and I alluded to. So she challenged me to kind of define some of the ways that I felt when I came back from vacation. So instead of having all these epiphanies and like trying to formulate exactly what was happening, it was more like, hey, how, how, how do you feel right now coming back? I mean, words of like free, light, feelings of success. Even though I hadn't actually been in production or working, I felt wildly successful, felt easy, simple, playful, vibrant, rested, tranquil. So, you know, when, and it goes back to what I always like to say, you know, chasing the goals, chasing the, the feeling the goal gets you. That's kind of my coined phrase. But all of these things, I think when you have an awareness and you can actually put a pulse on these feelings and then you can, be within them and just understand that they exist. That I think has really brought about a lot of change in itself. But the biggest question, and this is the biggest problem I have to solve right now, is how do I keep that alive? <laughs> and that's why we made the list. If you can't identify it, you can't continue it. So you keep it alive by remembering why it matters. And that's what that list is for. Like you have to have a compelling why. Like why are you going to keep the weight off? Why are you going to you know, keep having fun with your friends. Why are you going to do anything? If you if you lose sight of your why, you're going to lose sight of your progress. It's just normal. So, you know, we're still trying to figure out what your unique pathway looks like to keep all of those wonderful things. But a lot of it is going to come to, sometimes people need to let go of their rigidity of it has to be done this way. It has to look like this. And this is where you're really starting to crush it. You are like this feminine energy thing. It's like a geo just exploded inside of you and it's filled with diamonds. It's amazing because 
you're letting go of uh, these stubborn ideas of my business has to look like this. No, it doesn't. You're finally understanding. No, it doesn't have to look like that because happiness is the goal because money is not something I care about. Yes, I like being paid, but that's not the motivator, right? Like there's just so many wonderful things that, you know, are are happening. And it's it's keeping not just what you have, but also expanding on it and not just being satisfied with where you are. It's the curiosity of, oh boy, if I was able to achieve this, what else could I have? Get a little excited, get a little greedy, like more please. Yes. And okay, exuberantly pursue that. Now, okay, so to kind of solidify some of this, so I think before I would champion my North Star by saying it's like around power and success. Now I would beat to the drum and say that my North Star, the thing that I'm visioning for myself is just joy and lightness. I would agree with that. You've changed tremendously in one year. So let me bring forward, and, and I forwarded this to, to Laura. So I sent her a text, which I'd gotten. Gary Vaynerchuk, anybody who knows the entrepreneurial world, is a huge advocate of the things that Gary preaches and speaks. And I'm just going to read his text right now. Seven billion people need to change the conversation of what success looks like. It's not to make a billion dollars. It is to wake up in the morning and actually be in a good mood. Yeah. And just, it really does kind of sum up everything. It's just like the shift for me. It's not the power and the success. It's not the billion dollars. I think this lightness, this feminine energy is getting validated by the joy that I'm choosing to have, the light that I'm allowing to receive. And and you're prioritizing it. 100%. 100%. That's the big difference, you know, is the, the prioritization of joy. And, you know, another thing to add is to your list of, well, how do we continue this? How do we, you know, keep the momentum going? How do I achieve more? It's by continually reprioritizing your head, because here's the thing, however old you are, however anyone old anyone is, you have that many years of doing it the way that didn't serve you, that is going to be stronger than your fresh baby habit that might only be a few months old. You will have to, and I teach about this in my book, um, You have to redirect yourself. You have to catch yourself. It's a three-step process. Constructive, instructive, destructive, or the other way around, destructive, instructive, constructive. And I'll go with that means. You have to isolate and identify your destructive thought. Then you have to give yourself coaching. You have to coach yourself and that's the instructive thought. And then your constructive is, is a redo of the old one. So it could be, and here's what it sounds like for you, Marlo, and maybe other people, it could be, Oh my God, I have so much on my plate. You know, I just got to cancel my girls weekend. Ah, I just have clients and I got to do all these things. And the I got us, the I got us are going to kill you. Right. But then you have to hear yourself. You have to catch the destructive thought and be like, Ooh, mm -mm, this is what, so that was step number one. You identified it. Number two, the step is, Oh no, I'm self-coaching. Hi, inner Marlowe. We're not doing that shit anymore because joy is important. I know it because I have tasted its sweet nectar and I refuse to let it go. So then step three is the constructive. Not saving lives here. It can wait. Hey, bitches, let's get margaritas. (laughs) And this is why I love Laura. I love you too. <laughs> so, okay, so we're going to wrap this up. I mean, Rich, we're going to definitely have to extend this conversation. Uh, I, I can't wait for, you know, I'm just glad that we brought this to life. Thank you 
for allowing the space to be vulnerable because I usually don't find myself in, in these arenas. And like you said, this isn't an interview. This is just our conversations that other people can definitely benefit from. And that's why you and I wanted to bring this together because as I was talking about it, I said, hey, I need to do this solo episode on my 60 days out. But it actually made more sense because you have this ability to kind of bring out the interaction in me that... Well, it's made also that, fun. Yeah, made that oh. so much better. And so that's what we turned the episode into. Okay, so there's nobody that knows a good dad joke better than Laura. So we're going to close this episode <laughs> and I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> oh, no! So, I mean, because we have come into meetings where I am fried and I'm like, okay, we're going to set it up and you're going to start with a dad joke. And so... We're going to close this podcast episode today with a really good dad joke, my friend. So I have to go flipping through my database. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) I don't know. I'm on the spot. That's the best one I have. But oh, man, we might have to throw one in the show notes. I have so many. I mean, you want to know what's funny? So, you know, my husband and I, we do uh, manufacturing on the side. We make ammunition. Let me just tell you, the puns abound. It is great. I'll be like, ah, shoot. Do you like the caliber of my jokes? (laughs) See what I mean? It's just forever going. I mean, you're witty, you're quick. And yeah, you are always good with the dad joke, which I am not. So I find great (laughs) humor and love in them because, um, yeah, they're quite enlightening, my friend. All right. So I am. Listen, I am thrilled that one of my stupid hobbies brings you so much joy, (laughs) but I can't wait to hit you with more. It's a full service. It's a full service brand that you have. I'm here to serve. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right. So thanks again, Laura. This was this was just absolutely enlightening. And uh, thank you for helping serve our audience in such a way that brings this conversation forward and opens up so many more doors. So that's where I'm going to close. Thank you so much. Did you enjoy this conversation as much as I did? If you're looking for more conversations like these, be sure to subscribe and please leave a review of the podcast. Subscribing and leaving a review helps it show up on your phone every time a new episode is released and leaving a review helps other people like you find us so they can get the help they need so they can live their best life. Also, subscribe to our weekly email on our website at marlohiggins.com. This is the place that we share insider tips with our audience and drop polarizing insights with you. Remember, the road to success is better with friends. So be sure to share this episode to help all of you reach your goals together. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, success is universally desired, personally defined, and always within reach.